Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. She is the <laughs> Emmy nominated. I want to, I just want to say that out loud. Emmy nominated actress, a wonderful person extraordinaire, the one and only Yvette Nicole Brown. Thank you for being here. <laughs> yes. Good, you know, and Harley. Time. Hey. Harley's here. Harley's yes. here. Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, it's been a month of Sundays. Happy uh, belated birthday month. I'm going to claim the whole month much. for you, even though Thank we're heading into much. Virgo season. Uh, Happy, I mean, do we have to talk about that right now? Like, I, what? Still, what? I guess. Still y'all do August. us so bad. Y'all do, do Virgo we? so bad. It, we do. Okay, I'm sorry. Virgos, y'all can have some. It is still Leo season, though. I know. I, but I was going <laughs> to give you the whole month, but it wouldn't be fair because the end of the month, you know, the Virgo people got to have their love. Ooh, Leos want, they want all the months, though, if we're <laughs> being honest. <laughs> All of all the way through October, I think you could stretch that, and and I, I get it, I get it. Um, first of all, let me just thank you for big shots, and uh, thank you for um, that was joy I didn't know that I wanted in my oh, life. Thank so thank you, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And Ted Lasso, I can't get enough. Woo. You recommended him last time you were on the show, and I was mm-hmm. like, Jason Zadekis, the British soccer, and I don't know if life I life changed your life. Didn't it change? It changed my. Though you going too far. But it was you, real good this you, season. You ain't a better. You ain't a better person. I was already you. that person though. So I'm like, a, I, I said a better. I, you, I said better. You ain't a better person. Have all, right, all right, all right. I'll lean. I'll lean into it. But uh, okay. it, it is probably the best television um, in a while. Just, just good hearted, light, fun, depth. Um, this year's social commentary as well. Yep. And uh, that lady can sing. That lady can sing her can face off. Can she sing? Ooh, Hannah Waddingham. And and fun fact, if you watch Game of Thrones, she's the shame nun. She's the nun that was like, shame, shame. That's the same woman. Oh, my God. Now I got to go back. And, I got to go back. You got to go back and look at that. I, no, I remember her. Mm-hmm. I will never forget that scene. Yep. She she's plays good evil good and she plays good good. I like the transition. Good, good. Yeah, uh, no, she's great. An amazing singer. So I saw you got nominated for an Emmy and I said, this oh year's gosh. Emmy, they done nominated everybody black. I think the Emmys yeah. is trying not to get the hashtag. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I can't believe it. The thing that is most amazing about it, aside from it happening is I get to keep it for the rest of my life unless I win. You know what I mean? Like until I, when I go see Jesus, it's going to be Emmy nominated actress, which, you know, that's, I, it's something that I never even thought would happen for me. So it's really awesome. Well, that, that scene in black lady sketch show, uh, when you play the judge, Mm -hmm. I, yeah, you deserve that. Not Don sense? Cheadle, yes. who still try to figure out how why he got nominated. He was like, "For what? I, what all the stuff? <laughs> cumulative, okay. cumulative. He's diamonds should have been nominated yeah. for everything forever anyway." All right, so you you work you're working right now, and uh, before we get into what you're doing, also I had Shirley Ralph on last week. She's running. Mm-hmm. You're running for president. She's running for vice president. Y'all yes. on different lines, but it don't matter because y'all can vote for both of them, and it can still okay. work. I don't know how that works, but. What what is the process for becoming the is it the president of the Screen Actors Guild? Uh, of no, the, well, the LA the, of LA local. Um, LA local. It's the each we have our national president, and then there's um, presidents for every local um, office. So there's you know New York, Seattle, wherever you are, there's a president for each of those locals. So I'm running for president of LA local. When is when are the elections? Um, our ballots need to be mailed by the 26th of August. Um, I think they're. I think our actual date is September 3rd, but don't worry about September 3rd. Just get them in the mail uh, August by August 26th and they'll get there in time. Why did you um, want to be president? What, you know, um, I believe that you're supposed to give back in life. I believe that um, 
if you are a kind, decent person that wants good for people, you're the kind of person that should be a leader. I believe, um, I believe leaders should be servants first. And um, I think a lot of time the bombastic loud people are the ones that uh, end up running and end up being in office. And I think a lot of times the, the kind, kinder, gentler people that know how to um, talk to all and um, celebrate all are better, better um, temperamentally are better in those spaces. So I hope to um, be able to serve. And listen, the people will decide if they want me to or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who I am is 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 evident to all. I'm, I'm an open book. If people think that I'm the right person to lead the LA portion of our union, they'll vote for me. If not, they'll vote for someone else. And it's fine either way. I, I God's in control. Can anybody vote? I mean, you have to have no, a, you a sad card. Okay, Ray, say do we yeah. do we need to sign up for sad cards? Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be in the union. <laughs> all right, y'all. Some of y'all are in the union. You know what to do when y'all and you have to live in LA, right? So you can't just well for me to vote for me, yes. But there, okay. to vote for the national president, no, you don't have to um be in LA. That's everybody can vote for the national president. There's a lady, a wonderful lady running. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh so August twenty third. Next week, August yeah, August twenty sixth. Oh, get it in the mail, but let's say twenty third then. Yeah, go fill it no, out. No, twenty third is the release of Broken Diamonds. Oh, you didn't tell me we had segued. Yes, okay, Monday. Yeah, a, the, I'm smooth with Monday it. I'm the, smooth with Monday it. Monday, you are Monday the twenty third. A, a movie that I, a great indie independent film I did called um, Broken Diamonds, starring Ben Platt, um, who was an Evan, who was the original Evan Hansen on Broadway, and Lola Kirk and uh, Alfonso McCauley. Um and it's a, a sweet film about um, being a caregiver and what happens when the dreams of your life kind of bump up against the the needs of someone else and and how do you manage that how do you make the sacrifice mm-hmm. necessary so yeah it's a good movie i'm struggling right now because i know that you know something about this and yeah. you know i, I want to maintain you know kind you of you can talk about safety. it it's fine all right all right so you 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 literally are in the position of this of the theme of this movie yeah I'm a and caregiver. so so to to take this role, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't a stretch for you. Um, no. But how do you navigate that? And because you're navigating, you're navigating, you're juggling, you're doing a lot of things. You're not just, yeah. you know, acting. You're also advocating. You you help people behind the people don't even know all of the people whose lives you are touching. You're mm-hmm. taking care of your dad. You just buried your mom. You got all of these things that you're juggling and you're a mommy to, to Harley. Um <laughs> And at the same time, you have to maintain the smile and go out there and put on the good face so yeah. that people aren't sad. Yeah. Listen, it's it's a journey. It's something that, um, you know, when we talked about even the SAG election, about wanting to give back, I think about my life, what my legacy will be. I, I hope that it's a legacy of kindness and care for others. The The greatest version of that in my life is my dad and how I take care of him and how I take care of Harley. And, you know, my mother was great so you know it's it's life and this is the thing about um i'm glad and it's embarrassing to be crying on sirius xm but no the thing that's great about it is that i think that we need to normalize grief and i think that we need to make space for people because what grief is is an outpouring of excess love that has nowhere to go anymore so I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think that it's important to celebrate the people that mattered. And it's better to celebrate them when they're here, but it's okay if some of it leaks out of your eyes once they're gone. So that's what this is. Um, 
I wouldn't be crying if my mother wasn't a great woman. And yeah. um, and she was, she was great. Yeah, you know, I just want to say, Yvette, that this is actually your crying is is really helpful, not just for yourself. You know, you wanted to give back, and sometimes allowing people to see grief is a way to give back to show how much you cared and love for your mother first of all, and then in the midst of all this, because you know. I, I think the thing that we always often think about, you know, people who are in the public eye, especially actors and actresses, is that your life is perfect, right? Mm -hmm. And that everything works really well and that it comes together and that there's no grief, there's no sorrow, there's no pain. And that's not the case. Right. Right. And right. and we need to see that and to have compassion for you all while you do your work. I, I mean, right. I think this is the thing that I find so troubling right now about where we are right now is that this, this lack of caring, this lack of recognizing that people have things that they are going through all the time right. and that we need to be kind to one another. So I just wanna say, you know, that I see you and I'm really appreciative of you being vulnerable enough to say that because in that vulnerability is a strength that a lot of us don't have. And, and we need to realize that it's okay to show our emotions, to show mm -hmm. grief. And in a time where it's just a lot of bad stuff going on, yeah, you know, and, and, you got to let it go. Is, and this is the thing, guys. Everybody has lost something. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Some people have lost their lives. Some people lost their mind. Mm -hmm. I lost oh, my well. mom. A lot of people yeah. lost jobs. A lot of people lost health care. Like, everybody on the planet right now is dealing with something that is not going the way they had hoped would it yeah. would go. Yeah. You know, and I hope that being transparent and being vulnerable and showing people who I am, it mm -hmm. helps them to to be vulnerable and open and share who they are. Because yeah. I think what happens is everybody moves through life as if everything, you know, you look at Instagram and everybody's having their best day ever, every single day. <laughs> everybody's yeah. breath fresh and, yeah. and the sun is rising and nobody mm -hmm. has cramps or, or it, everything's good. I know, you know right? Every, sometimes it's not great. And sometimes it's your season for struggle or your season for loss or your season mm -hmm. to feel rejected or unseen. And the reason I show it when it's my season and it's often my season for all of those things is so that people don't feel alone. Yeah. They're not alone. If you're sad right now because you lost something that mattered to you, you're not alone. If you don't yeah. know what's going on in your life and it, everything feels crazy, you're not alone. If you feel forsaken and forgotten, you're not alone. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And there's and there's life and joy on the other side of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, you, you know this as an actor, you, you go through all these emotions when you're when you're acting, but when you have to go through them in real life is another thing altogether, right? You know, yeah. and, and you gotta you gotta have some place to pull that out of, right? Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, they go through life pretending like it's acting as opposed of living. And then that's yeah. a different thing. And it's not to say that acting is bad, obviously. It's not you got an Emmy nomination, right? But it's it's this place of where you have to know where it's the the right time to be genuine and sincere and let that stuff out so that you can grow, right? right, and, right. and I think that you're a woman who has, you know, had a lot of things happen in your life, both good and bad. And you're just showing us another facet of you that you. is really, you know, mature and growing. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, man. Um, 866-801-8255. Dr. Butler is here, Anthea Butler. YMB is in the building. Yvette <laughs> Nicole Brown, uh, one of the most beautiful people on this planet. What is bringing you joy right now besides Harley? 
Oh gosh, Legos. I've seen that. <laughs> I know that is the most random answer, but what I have found the... so much joy in really other Legos. Like it's I used to I've always loved puzzles and I and I used to do Legos years ago, but then when I got Harley, I'm like, he might choke on one of these little things. But I've found that Harley does not bother with Legos. If they hit the ground, mm -hmm. he know he's very aware of what's his and what is not his. So that took the the Harley part of it is gone. And then there's like a Zen like piece that you get when you're in a zone and you're building something, at least for me. And so every night I've opened up a kit. I got I, my my birthday wish list was nothing but Legos. Everything I asked for was give me either hit my cash app with five dollars so I can add to the Lego fund or send me some Legos. And my friends were like, bet. So my living room is full of sets. They're still coming. And every night I'm building something and then I'm going to donate them. I'm going to take them apart and put the instruction book in there and put in a big Ziploc bag and take it to Goodwill. So a kid or a young person that loves Legos can build themselves. So, it, you know, that's what's been bringing me joy. That right. and Ted Lasso. The, Ted Lasso will bring everyone joy. <laughs> yes. The craziest thing you've built with a leg. Oh, a I think set. it's going to be um, the Stranger, Stranger Things set. I, that's going to be the last Wait, time one. Time out. How, how, what does the Lego Karen, set look like that you could do a stranger thing? They've got stranger things with the upside down where you can have it either wow. way. You can look at it right side up or you can uh -huh. look at it with the upside down. And the lower part of it is crazy and weird and disgusting like the upside down. And the upper part of it is amazing. And I think the size of it is what scares me. Like it's like, yeah. I think it's like 12, 10,000 pieces or something that you it, yeah, maybe see. not that many, maybe 7,000, but it's a lot of pieces. It's going to be huge. The box itself is super heavy. So I'm working my way up to stranger things. That's going to be oh. the thing when I do that, you know, I might have to be in a bigger house when I do that. How yeah. Long? You know, wait, how long does it take to do um, a thing like it, that? I can, well, let's see. I can do a regular set. If it's like maybe 5,000 pieces, I could do it in a night. It doesn't take that much to, you know, um, I keep saying these sizes. I think 5,000 is, wait a minute, hold on. I'm about to tell you how many pieces. I just did Winnie the Pooh. Let me look at my phone. I'm going to tell you how many how many pieces Winnie the Pooh was so we can get a better idea. Because I'm saying 5,000. That just sounds I'm impressed wrong. already because I'm thinking, mm-mm. Yeah, that sounds Maybe super no. wrong. Um, I'm just like, you know, you think of Legos as, you know, as kids, we had Legos, but they've evolved right. now. They it's have. like adult coloring books. You know, it's, it's everything okay, yeah. is... Wait, okay, so I'm tripping. So I'm tripping. So Stranger Things is only uh, 2,287 pieces. Okay, so um, and then Still. I have the, the child from um, from the Mandalorian is 1,073 pieces. So there are in that in that way, you mean Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda, yeah, Grogu. You called him a child. Well, that's what they call him. That's, that's Baby, Baby Yoda's like a thousand years old, though. They call him. Well, he's a thousand years old and got a thousand pieces. Um, so you can do one of those in like a night. Yeah. Oh. When when did you get into Legos? I've loved them my whole life. I couldn't afford them when I was a kid, mm. <laughs> but um, I've always loved them. And um, you know, as through the years, I would get like the Black Panther set, or like I said, I have the Millennium Falcon from Star Wars, which I love. I built that when I was doing the Mayor. So I've always loved them. I just stopped doing them when I got a dog because I was scared. But now I'm back in. Harley stepped on one of those Legos. That's why he ain't messing with them. No, maybe. <laughs> so my maybe, damn foot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. We'll take some calls. Um, I don't want to talk to you about Afghanistan. I want to I, listen. There's just there's so much going oh. on. I don't want to talk about COVID. I don't want to talk about all of the things that are going on. But I I am curious because you you yes. have such a you know a grounded unique way of seeing the world that always brings mm -hmm. it back to humanity, which Dr. Butler also pointed out we are lacking sorely lacking. Mm -hmm. 
Are you hopeful, Yvette Nicole Brown, that we're going to get our ish together? About, listen, um, if we do, it will, it will be because people care, start to care about other people as much as they care about themselves. I think that, so it's no. um, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I want to believe that there's more people that are kind than, than we see. But I, I just talked about this earlier. I think the biggest mistake the CDC made was telling people that the mask protected other people. And how sad is it that had they just said the mask could save your life, if they had said that, then all everybody would wear one. But because they said the mask is for your fellow man, we see who people really are. And that breaks my heart, you know? So um, I don't know. I, I, I'm still trying to figure out how so many people voted for the other guy. I, I don't, I don't, I'm just so much I don't understand. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I am personally hopeful, but. <laughs> I used to be really I optimistic. I I used to say, you know, I'm a glass half full type of chick. You know, I always, I'm going to see the way that we can get through it. But these last few years has made, uh, made a real difference in my outlook and I'm, Mm. Ooh, I'm not sure. We were talking before you got here, you know, because folk were like, why didn't they just leave the people in the town? I'm like, uh, can you leave if something were to happen? God forbid. Yeah, if something were ready? to happen to you. Yeah. Are you, yeah. If, if something were to happen right now in my house, I would grab my, my dad, my dad and my dog, but I wouldn't know where my passport was, where any of my papers were. Like I could not escape my house in 10 minutes if something goes bad. And honestly, I don't think they were aware that so many deals had been made behind the scenes to ease the arrival of the Taliban. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think they believed that the president would stay and that the army would hold at least for a couple of weeks and fight valiantly against people that were coming to change their entire way of life. They didn't think everybody was just gonna open the door and say, come on in. It was kind of like some of the, the, the in, insurrection and we saw some people getting free, invited in and escorted downstairs after that mess. Nobody yeah. saw that coming. And very little accountability. Um, none, none. Yeah, I mean, a couple of people got, you know, convicted of like and then sentenced to what a few months, um, yeah, or, this or, is, pro or probation. This is what I'm saying. Like, it, it none mm -hmm. of it makes sense, right? So, you know, we we watch television and movies, and in the end, the bad guys go to jail. You know, in the end, good overcomes evil. We all watch Disney and Marvel, and good prevails. And I just have had that shaken, you know, watching evil prevail every single day. And I know we're talking, Dr. Butler is a professor of religion. We're not fighting flesh and blood. No, we're not. However, <laughs> the, the, the spirit of those dark forces should have more opposition. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're also in a country where white supremacy is the, is the, is baked in. So at what point does someone choose other people over the thing that has protected them their entire lives? that's the problem. Like they, they don't want to give up the power. Like when you think about yeah. just the, the voter suppression bills that are going forth right now, like in plain sight, they are basically saying, we don't want certain people to vote and we're going to do whatever we can. And we already know that the, the seats that they have in the house and the way that they've um, gerrymandered all these seats, the people that are, they're representing a smaller portion of America, the people that, that support them are a smaller bite of what we are as a country and yet they're making it so that small little bit is what's going to decide what happens to the rest of us and it's all based in the fear of, of what came i think it was in time magazine or whatever that it, we're about to become a multicultural country and and more people are going to look like us than look like them and this whole you will not replace us stuff is the last crying dying embers of white supremacy 
and made, we, and and God bless. But y'all, it's got to go. The white supremacy's got to go. Uh, can we, if we, if we're being honest, which we, uh, let's, can we have an honest conversation? Like I, I yeah. won't repeat that yeah. census thing because I think the census, the notion that we can put people in categories based on made up constructs, sounds very weird to me. Now okay. I, I was on these airwaves pushing, and I said everybody should check black. Because that would change and shift the whole entire paradigm. Everybody. I don't care. We just check black. Because these are all made up constructs. And, and it's all about resources. So if we believe right. that black folk haven't gotten enough resources, everybody check black so we can get mm-hmm. all of the resources. Not enough of us filled out the census. But that's another story for another day. But white is a made up construct. So right. now that you've got these categories, Hispanic, white, non-white, Hispanic, you know, that people can now divvy up everything is by mm-hmm. design. So the fact that even that's declining, they, they ran out of people to let in, you know, so, right. you know, whiteness was they never decided. They decided that one drop gets you out. Right. He didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so we're already there is my point be, because we have Hispanic folk who have that one drop who can check another box other than black and they do because right. who wants to be black but it who is it black. you know it's all very strange to me and that fear of losing something that didn't exist is also very strange so i'm like yeah but the thing that doesn't ex- the, the the construct doesn't exist but the power given to that construct yes. does they don't want to lose the power they don't i don't think yeah. white is the thing it's the power that comes from white power. is the thing but aren't most people in this country impoverished white Oh, aren't most I, people... know, I know that to be true, but it's the idea of I may not have anything, but I'm still inherently better than you. Yeah, it, they yeah. love that. That's a good feeling, yeah. even if you, you're struggling. That's so I'm better. Mm-hmm. Than you. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about a friend of mine who had a book called Dying of Whiteness, where he talks about all the people who don't want medical Medicare and all these other things because they don't want other people to get it right. Mm-hmm. They they live and thrive off of their whiteness. And that's the problem. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's let's head the phones. Head to the phones. YMB is here. Doctor Anthea Butler is here. Yvette Nicole Brown, of course. Cynthia. Oh, excuse me. Emmy nominated. <laughs> yes. C- Cynthia in Florida, you're on. Welcome. Ladies, sisters, your show is phenomenal today. Thank you. I need somebody to help me. I'm struggling through mm. all of this. Mm. What do we do to combat this psychosis in this United States? I'm just overwhelmed. I weep in the morning. I just don't know what to say. Yeah. Good ladies, I'm going to hang up and I stand to me. That feeling that Cynthia has, Mm -hmm. you know, it runs mm-hmm. through a lot of us. I yeah. felt her. Because I it felt doesn't. Her. It, it just, it makes no sense, right? So you try yeah. to wrap your yeah. brain around it. Like I was like, good should prevail. And you're like, how do we, how do we navigate this? It It is so frustrating. And, and you know, I feel her too. Yep. Yeah. I, I think that, <laughs> I think it's about reminding each other, um, as bad as this is now, there's been seasons of time in this in this country that have been as bad or worse. Slavery was still worse than this, right? Uh, what was happening in the civil rights movement and Jim Crow, all of that was still worse than this. It feels like this is worse because we felt we had fixed it or sur- surpassed it or lived beyond it. But those things were worse and we survived that. So 
I think we need to keep reminding each other of that. And we cannot, Cynthia, this is for you. We cannot fall into despair. That is what the enemy wants of us. He wants us to, he comes to steal, kill and destroy, right? So making sure that we don't see a brighter day tomorrow is part of destruction. So we can't let that take hold. Yes, you can be honest and look at what's happening in the world and go, this is crappy and I don't like it, but you can't build a summer home there. You got to get to a point where you move beyond that feeling of despair. Like we were just talking about the season of loss and, and being sad. I can be sad and feel grief for the loss of my mother, but I can't camp out there, right? You can't camp out in torment and you can't allow what you feel about this world to torment you. So dry your tears, get get in into a conversation with people that um, have a, a smidge of hope. We just need a smidge. We ain't got full cups anymore, but we if you got a dollop or a drop, Find somebody got another dollop and put that dollop with your dollop and you guys hope enough for the next five minutes and then keep putting a dollop with it. You can hope for another five minutes. We used to do days. We, we, we down to five minutes of hope, yeah, I, I but mean, I'll take it. I'll take my five minutes. And, of hope. And let me say, yep. you know, you are a shining example because in the midst of everything you got up and ran for office, <laughs> you know, you, you ran to become, to, to serve uh, your fellow actors and, you know, and, and also found you know joy in legos like you know that that while i'm pessimistic every day i get up with the thought that we're going to do something to change and create the world that we want to yeah. live in um you know we we're talking about the social media platform that i'm launching i'm like yeah this is i want to be in a space where we can have conversations with people so i'm not going to bitch about it over here let's do it over there now i may be pessimistic about the world but at least in our little enclaves we can create the kinds of spaces and choose the kind of people that we mm -hmm. want in our lives as well. Those are our choices. So yeah. And, and you might, and you might need to clean out some people. I know when, when I lost my mom, uh, it, it put like a laser like focus on, on how I want to spend my time. And I had been spending a lot of my time on the phone with people who were toxic. You know, when you're someone that, um, wants to give and wants to help people, your phone is ringing all the time. And I was, I was in conversation a lot of times about stuff I didn't want to talk about and things I didn't want to hear about. And I just was like, I'm not doing that anymore. So if my phone rings and I look at it and I feel like the person is bringing me a bad bone, I don't answer the call mm. and I don't return the call. And, and it's okay. I'm, I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose my peace of mind for a change. I'm going to choose to be okay instead of trying to make sure everybody else is okay. And sometimes you're in a season of needing to do that because you expend too much energy shoring up everyone else, right? If, if the hurricane comes through and you got a couple of planks of wood, um, it is nice to, to, to board up your, your friend's windows, but at some point you got to save at least one plank of wood to make sure your door don't blow away. Better yes. say that. So I'm, I, got, I got a yep. plank of wood left and about four nails. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and with yeah. everything going on in my life, I am literally, you know, because there was some stuff that jumped off online over the election and I had to put out a statement like, hey, man, I'm not doing no cage match over this doggone election. Y'all ain't about to have yeah. me in no trick bag talking about I, I don't talk about people. I don't tear people down. I'm a builder. So we, we gonna either do this clean and lovely or I'm gonna block you and I'm gonna keep it moving. Don't come uh -oh. over here with no mess. Uh -oh. Don't put my name in no mess. Reverse Akron right. came out. Uh, Broken yeah. Diamonds. Broken Diamonds comes out on Monday. Uh, what what network is that? It's, it's going to be everywhere. It's, it's video on demand. It's a oh, video on demand. Yay. Oh, the new thing where I cannot have to go outside to watch you it. You don't. It's That's for right. you at home. I love it. I love Broken Diamonds 
August 23rd. Of course, check out, if you haven't on Disney, Big Shot. Of course, check out Black Lady Sketch Show, where Yvette Nicole Brown in that episode brings all the life and has an Emmy nomination to show for it. And let me say thank you. <laughs> Please stay in touch. Um, Yvette, I love you, you immensely. I appreciate you coming through. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.